everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Alini Talks with your favorite host, Abdul. Now, today, guys, we've got a special guest in the building. We've got a, a sales executive. However, she's no ordinary sales executive. This lady right here has actually sold over 140 cars in a year. Guys, did you catch that? Over 140 cars. Listen, there's a lot more, but it's better you hear it from her directly herself. So without further ado, let's get active. Hey Jasmine, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And you? I'm not too bad, not too bad. Thanks for Good. coming down. Uh, it was really, really great to have you on here. Um, there's a lot I want to talk about. Um, as I've mentioned earlier, you know, you are you're very successful at what you do as a, you. as a car sales executive. So I just want to sort of chop it up. But before we do get started, do you mind giving the audience out there just a brief introduction on sort of who you are mm-hmm. and a bit, of a, a bit more insight on what you do as well? Okay, so yeah, my name's Jasmine, obviously, as you said, but for those who don't know, um, I work for BMW as a car sales executive specializing in new cars. Okay. Um, I've been in the motor trade for about five years now. So I've been with different dealerships, different supermarkets. So I've had experience and a variety um, of knowledge on how they operate and differentiate themselves. Um, so I'm now with a premium brand. So I look a bit more and feel a bit more premium <laughs> in myself alone. As you should. Um, so yeah, that's basically what I do. Okay. At this point in time. Um, and before you got into this industry, was uni ever a thing of consideration for yourself? Yeah, it's actually funny. So if we took it way back, um, I actually loved dancing. I loved performing, loved dancing, loved being on stage, um, but then quickly came to realise it didn't make any money. So okay. I went into university and studied law. So I've actually got a law degree. Um, and then I began to realise... I just didn't fit. I did go and work in solicitors and it wasn't about what you knew. It was about who you knew. Um, And the passion just wasn't there. So while I was at university studying law, I was also working at car phone warehouse selling mobile phones. And that made me money, right? You'd earn about 10, 12 pounds. So I thought, okay, if I increase the asset, then that's going to then in turn increase the money that I'll make on that asset in terms of commission. So I moved into car sales and started with a car supermarket um, that was different. And then I it didn't end well there, actually, um, for reasons that I couldn't control. Yeah. And then I went to We Buy Any Car as a branch manager. So I was valuing cars. So I was still dealing with motor vehicles. Um, and then I was with Toyota for a good number of years. And that's where I wanted to make home. Yeah, my, my friend actually works there as well. That's how, that's how we connected. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, yeah, it didn't end well there. So... I'm now with BMW and I'll see how and where it takes me. So um, how have you found BMW so far and how long have you been with them? So it's only been a few months um, and so far it's definitely different, very different. I've been pushed and pulled in ways I didn't think was even possible. Okay. I was very comfortable where I was before. Okay, in Toyota? Yeah, at Toyota. So I was very, very comfortable and very confident in in my ability. For the first time... In about five years, BMW has made me doubt my capability and my ability. But that in turn, you have to take that energy, that feeling, and you have to, you have no option but to move that into a positive. So that's what I did. And um, I actually found out a few days back prior to this interview that 
I'd actually sold the most vehicles in the new car team within actually in two years. Wow. So yeah, I'd, I sold, took an order of 20 cars that month. And yeah, that's that's actually a record. So that's given me the confidence that I needed um, to stop self-doubting myself. Mm. And it's only up from here. Okay. And so what would you say is the most enjoyable thing about working for BMW? Because from, from the outside looking in, you know, as, as consumers, we see it as a premium brand. Right. Um, but obviously you're, you, you're, what, you're actually on ground in the, in the company itself. How yeah. would you... What's what's the view like on, on the other side, really? So a lot of people may be under the assumption that I left Toyota to go to BMW because it's premium and it's a BMW. <laughs> that wasn't the case whatsoever. Yeah. The fact that it's BMW does nothing for me. The okay. company that I work for currently could have produced any motor vehicle. It could have been a Hyundai, a Ford, for all I cared about. But the company that I'm with, Sitna... They know how to look after their people. They know how to look after their staff. And I felt as though my worth was set with them. So taking away the look, you might go into the showroom and feel a bit intimidated by, you know, the people that you see and and the figures that you're seeing. But if you strip all that back, the individuals alone and the business managers and the head of business and the sales manager, they are, they are, who make the company and that's the reason why I'm there. That's good. I feel it's very important to kind of enjoy your working environment because you spend most of your t- most most of your um, time in there. So if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then of course you're going to ve- find it very frustrating. Um, I also want to take things back a little bit. So um when you got into the industry, how did you sort of cuz you know the the car sales industry is notorious for being known as very male dominated. So how did you kind of sort of navigate that industry, being a woman, did yeah. you face any challenges? Did you feel like maybe you may have lost on certain opportunities just because you're a woman? Talk us through that one. Yeah, I would definitely say so. So when you say a car sales executive, which I appreciate, by the way, that you've said that. I don't know whether you've had a, um, a heads up I, I on did that. My, I did my research. But it bothers me when people say car salesman. And I get referred to it all the time because it is a very, very male-dominated industry. And BMW actually are the, the most diverse company I've worked for. I've seen, I've, they've got the most sales women um, who work within the company. But everywhere else that I've been, it's male-dominated and it's very old-school mentality. Okay. And it's very old-fashioned. So, yeah, it's extremely difficult. It's... Um, strong personalities you have to be able to run against if not better than them yeah um and as a female cars don't do anything for me (laughs) i'm not interested (laughs) i'm interested in making money so if it makes me money and i know i can deliver a good level of customer service that's where i know i'll get my advantage but yeah i've had customers who have asked for a male sales executive in the past oh wow yeah how did you feel about that because that was literally directly to your face so you yeah um it yeah it hurts it's not easy even to this day when they say i want to thank all the salesmen this month and it's like just acknowledge it and when you look above and up in terms of management and who progress the women start to wilter down also Mm, so i always said from the moment i walked into my first ever car place i want to be a female sales manager yeah because i just didn't see it around yeah um have you have you hit, have you attained that goal now? I haven't. Okay, still not working. as of yet. Still I'm still working on it, but I'd say it's also made me tough, and it's made me. I would say I'm quite intimidating. So not this podcast or interviews about <laughs> my love life whatsoever. Yeah. But it does affect it because I'm quite a strong character. I'm quite a strong individual, and yeah. sometimes it's a lot for a man to have to deal with. So yeah, it's um, all work for me and. 
I've been single for a very long time and I think it's for that reason. I do. I feel but it's because I'm in a male-dominated environment I feel like and you, I'm becoming aggressive. Exactly. I feel like you have to embody these characteristics to kind of sort of um, to, to sustain yourself in that field because it's very like doggy dog world, you know, because I've worked in a state agency. So okay. I, did, I did sell, so I sell houses. So okay. I, 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 have a, I have a great understanding on how that industry works. And for me personally, the sales industry isn't for me because it's just, I feel like it's just so much pressure because every month you'll set targets. And if you don't hit that target, you know, the you're frowned upon. And if you do hit that target, the next month it's like a reset button. Reset. So it's like all the work I've month. done, it's like, people, like, I feel like the how it works is that, what have you done for me now? I think yeah. that's the nature. They don't really remember... How many deals I did a couple months ago? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I, so I have a great sense in that. Um, so in terms of your um, approach, because I mean, you know, I, to me personally, especially because I've been in the sales industry, you don't come across to me as an average saleswoman or, or individual. So okay. what? It, so clearly, you're doing something that's working. What is? You don't have to give too much if you don't want to. But what? It, how do you sort of approach your your customers? Um, and how do you? What's your? And how do you close the deal? Do you know what? I've never actually thought about it, but it's easy to... Th- what I do is I'm just myself. Okay. Yeah, because you'll get customers from so many diverse backgrounds, different wealth variations, um, and you just adapt. You have to learn to adapt to what they like. Yeah. You have to make the customer feel as though it's all about them. So as you're qualifying that customer, you are making it about them, but you're taking away certain information. I'm giving away my tricks here. Really. <laughs> you know that? No, no, you absolutely. Have to, you have absolutely. to make them feel as though it's all about them, but you're taking away information that's going to benefit you to help you close that sale. Mm. And you just be, you keep it real. You just be yourself. If you try to put up a facade or if you don't know the answer to that question, where I'm new, also where I am now, if I don't know, I'm just honest and people like authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, if they want my opinion on it, I will give them my honest opinion. Of course. And I think that's where I make the customers feel at ease and that's probably where I do so well. Um, it may sometimes cross the line on unprofessionalism. And what's And you have to learn that boundary because we're not friends. Yeah, I don't need to know about, you know, what's happened in your past or where your relationship is. It's sometimes the conversation ends up leading to that because you're sitting down having a conversation as we are now and it can obviously lead into certain subjects that are just so irrelevant. And next thing you know, an hour or two has gone by and it's just... But do you feel like you kind of have to entertain that conversation again to make the customer feel at ease and feel like, again, like I'm interested in I'm interested in you and, you know, in the sense of because you're trying to get the deal, get yes. the business. Yeah, I think that's probably my niche and where I do well, but sometimes I can. I, it does need to be reeled back, I'd yeah. say. Okay, yeah, especially with the and, and in terms of objections, how, how do you handle objections from your customers? I know early on, you just know everything they say and their body language and everything they do when they come back from the drive, when they sit down, are they in, are they in a hurry to go? Yeah. Are they, what are they doing next? Are they going to see VW? These are all the things that are ticking in my head. So I know, I would like to say I know within a good 10 minutes of that customer sitting down, I know whether they're here they're to gonna, buy a car okay. that day or not and, and without I, being too... <laughs> yeah. too obvious. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know if it's just me, but it's just like I've noticed that anytime I feel like when you walk into a into a car sales dealership, um the kind the kind I feel like the dealers kind of view you in a certain way. I feel like they make an, they make a judgment on who you are from me by your appearance because there have been times where I've walked in and the vibe I've gotten is they know I'm not gonna buy it, or maybe or they're asking me, Oh, am I interested in the car? Because I feel like some people have the notion that, you know this individual's just coming here to maybe waste our time because he's not actually going to buy a car. Maybe he's just window shopping. I, I, um, have you had any, have you 
have you sort of experienced what I'm talking about? Yeah, I and, get and do, that. Do your do your like colleagues do that? Right, I get that. It's tough because as a sales executive, the job we look as though we're sitting around not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, I've had customers say that to me, but he's not doing anything. The pressure's so intense, okay? You don't know what email that salesperson's received. You don't know what they're getting, what heat they're getting from above. Yeah. So as a customer, if you walk in, we're happy to give you all the energy. We're happy to deliver all of the service. But if you're just not ready or you're not in a position, just come back when you are. Mm, so time. Time is, yeah, time time is, is the, money. The key, yeah, 100%. Yeah? So we don't want to do one thing yeah. with you now, run through it for with an hour, and then you come back to me in a month. All the figures change. Everything changes. So I get it. But at the same time, I'm also of the belief that when you walk through, if you've been assigned a job, that's your task for that day. Mm. Do what you need to do. Deliver it to the highest level that you can. Yeah, if you see something you don't like, pick it up. If you feel like that customer needs help, don't wait. Go and ask if they need it because there are some people that come in, you know, and they don't give it 100%. When yeah. I walk through that door, it's 100%, 100% at all times until I walk back out at 6 o'clock. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And has there been times where you just felt like, overwhelmed or burnt out because yeah. again like I said with the sales industry you're always having to keep pouring in because what you put in is what you get out the biggest pressure is from above the biggest pressure is from management yeah yeah, it's not easy yeah. and you know what going back to the whole being a female thing in the male industry I've actually had a company and I won't say who but they, they wrote me off they said we don't want to hire another woman we don't want any more wow. women in the, she, I've told you before I'm not hiring another woman but the other manager thought that you know, he he stuck up for me. He said, yeah. no, I really want her. Yeah. And probably a good thing they did because we made loads of money together. But yeah, I was written off on many of occasions. And, and actually further up from him, I quote, on your head be it if you employ her. On your head be it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so can you imagine how I felt yeah. working in that company? Of course. And they've said to me, on your head be it, on of the course. manager, on your head be it. She's, that's me setting me up for failure from the get-go. That's unacceptable. But that burns the fire in me, yep. so... I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. And what would you say has been a challenge, the most challenging thing um, in your in your job that you've you've come across? Being a woman. Being a woman. So that's a, that's <laughs> a daily a daily. It's a daily. Struggle. Yeah. It's um, it's the innuendos. It's the comments. It's the. It's very male dominated. It's conversations about football. It's. It's aggressive. It's testosterone. It's having to just have a really tough skin and a tough shell. Absolutely. Um. Like women's cycles, they don't understand. Yeah, yeah, no, things of course, like that. Yeah, of periods they exist. Yeah, um, knowing that wait, maybe one day I want to start a family and I'm gonna have to be off for a year. Maternity, but yeah. guys, they just come back after two weeks. Yeah. Where, what is this really the career for me? Yeah, these are all things that I weigh up in my head. So I think being a woman is probably yeah the most. Difficult Which actually thing. leads me to my next question: Would you ever maybe consider? exploring other industries at some point absolutely so i did study law as i said from from the beginning i wanted to be a lawyer that's now at the equation but my dream would be to be a teacher okay yeah to be a school teacher that's so, what i'd like to do you've got to pick because i feel like to be a teacher because I, I said to myself i could never be a teacher because i feel like you need a lot of patience mm -hmm. depending on what age group you're, you're teaching anyway but i feel like because you're gonna have to keep repeating certain things, yeah. you know. You're gonna have the, the stubborn ones as well, as well as the good ones. So yeah. I feel like, because one of my uh, one of my friends in my network is also a teacher as well. Okay. So I actually I've actually interviewed her. Okay. I was just talking about her experience during the pandemic. Um, what what what's, what fascinates you about teaching? It's about giving back. It's okay. about making a difference. Okay, there's only so much I can do for one person to sell them a car. I can mm. make their experience for that car great. Um, to take delivery of that car great, but. 
I remember my teachers. These are things I remember. And if I can make a difference in the world and make a change, a significant change, then yeah, that's definitely something that I'd like to do. That's good. That's powerful. It's powerful. That's powerful. Um, also, I, I want us to sort of quantify um, sort of your achievements. Um, obviously, as much as you feel comfortable um, um, sharing, um, on on the average, I don't know how how is it. How are you kind of sort of um, measured on in your in your company? Is it monthly, yearly? How does it, or quarterly? Quarterly. Yeah. So. Well, as a sales exec, monthly. As a business, quarterly. And obviously, you've got your annual reviews. Yeah. So, what would you say your average car sales per month is usually? And then, what what's, what's been your total? Or what's been your best year in terms of, so in terms of sales? Wise? I wouldn't go off of BMW. Well, actually, look, I just told you I've hit a record there. Yeah, and I'm saying that on camera, so that's that's got to be the truth. You got right? so I've it. hit a record there. So, yeah, twenty last month at BMW, and that was my first month in. Wait, 20 sales in your first month in? Yeah, in my first month in. That is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, no, looking back. That is ridiculous. Yeah, but you're only as good as your last month. Yeah? I really like <laughs> so that. I, even my manager told me that. It's irrelevant yeah, now at this true. stage. So we're in August now. But um, at Toyota, I'm... There, let's say there was about, what, 10 sales execs, 12 sales execs. Month in, month out, there was another gentleman there, very good, very experienced, um probably a bit older than me. Yeah. He won't state his age. Um, yeah, I'd fall just below him month in, month out. So I would say about 20, 20 cars to 20 to 30, depending on what a month. month. Yeah. And what, Delivered, what, out the door, done, money's door. in. Jeez. And then what would you say the, because I'm assuming you, you're probably, you, you and this gentleman are probably overachieving. What, what's the average, like the, what's the minimum target you, that you guys sort of had to hit? You'd have to hit about nine. Nine, and you're doing 20, 30. Yeah. That is insane. I was making good money. I'd still make good money. That is insane. Yeah, I do make good money at what I do. That's insane. And if we were to put in a yearly perspective, how how many cars would that be in a year? I've never actually had it on paper, but I'd like to say with chest and with confidence, 140, 120 to 140. Delivered at the door, keys to the customer's Mm. hands. That is incredible. Do you ever some do you ever like sometimes sit there and actually, you know, pat yourself on the back? No. I've actually done this because that that is because again, like I said, I've been in the industry. So I know it's not easy. Although our niches may be different, um, I just I do understand and appreciate the pressures um that comes with you know, sales. Yeah. Do you sometimes give yourself a pat on the I back? I don't. When I was speaking to one of my friends and my mum actually to say that I'm coming to chat with you. So thanks for having me here, by the hey, way. Thank, I didn't actually for say. Um, I said, yeah, he wants to interview me because I've done quite well in the industry. And I actually stood back and I thought, I've actually done quite well. So 26 and I've just bought my first property. Congratulations. Literally just had the contract sent out. So that's when I sat back that's and huge. I thought, do you know what? I don't want for anything. I'm now on the property ladder. I've run with the best. I'm now an even bigger brand. Mm. Um, and it's literally only up from here. So, Sky's yeah, for the That's... first time in about a week. But do you know what that is? Bro? No, thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you, honestly. No, well deserved. Uh, thank you, well I appreciate well that. Deserved. But it's difficult. As you've said, you just, you have to keep pushing on. You literally, you can't stop. What, what It's enough now. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I stop. Mm. It's not an option. That's amazing. Congratulations. So um, for, let's say for a young boy or girl out there, who, especially a, a, probably a female who probably can relate to you, um, who might be interested in sales, 
and whether it's cars, property, just sales in general, uh, what what sort of advice would you would you would you give them? So so maybe things you wish you knew before you. Yeah. So I in. I like to listen to motivational speakers, and I like to network and speak to other people and get wisdom from people above. And I've always noticed a trend of people say, "What's this saying?" They say, "Keep going, keep going, keep going." Keep going. Uh. No. Yeah, if I had to give any advice, if you're not happy and it's not okay and you don't feel it's right, recognize your worth, mm. pick yourself up and you walk and you take it where it's deserved. Don't settle. Yeah, that company, there are bigger companies, there are more opportunities. It's not just London. Yeah. Yeah, if you're actually confident in your ability and what you can do, don't settle for anything less than what you're worth. I That's th- my main I advice. Think, I, think, I think what comes with that is that um, fear. A lot of people are scared of the unknown. Yeah. Scared of like Definitely. what's installed for them because again, like you said about being comfortable earlier at yeah. the beginning, where people do get comfortable. Although people may not like it, but they would rather be comfortable than be uncomfortable. But in order to grow, you need to be uncomfortable, like you just rightly Absolutely. said. Absolutely, Definitely. Um, so, so move, just move. Yeah. So how how would you how would you explain that to someone where it's okay to be uncomfortable and it's okay not to know what's next, but still, like you said, don't settle. How how would you like? Because it's all well and good us sort of saying it, but for example, a young a young boy or guy they may not have not necessarily gotten a taste of it because yeah. of you have. Like, could you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So uh, the way I would look at it is is what do you have to lose? What are you putting up at stake here? And what are the reasons that you're choosing to stay? So when that happened with me and my move ever so recently, because as I said, I wanted to make Toyota home. I said, why am I here? Why am I staying? And when I thought about it, it was for the people. I wanted to stay because I was I like the people. Mm. But if I take an L, are they taking that with me? Mm. So you look That's at the reasons question. why you're staying. Why am I staying here? Why am I not moving? What am I putting at risk? What am I going to lose? I was mid-mortgage application. Mid. <sighs> and I picked up my stuff yeah. and I walked. You walked. Yeah, because I know how confident I am in my ability. So look around of what you've got to put up at risk. Maybe if I'd have had the mortgage, maybe I wouldn't have left because that was a reason for me to stay. Are the Mm. reasons around you enough for you to stay or can you pick it up and walk away? Great question. Yeah, because imagine I was still at Carphone. Imagine I didn't take that risk. That's I true. cried my eyes out when I left. I was scared. Really? Yeah, I was scared. I did, cried. Did I didn't you want to go. you wanted to go into car sales? No, no, I didn't even want to leave Carphone. I had, okay. It was the best. Like, it was everything I wanted it to be. But I looked around and I said, why am I still here? And what do I have to lose? And what mm. do I have to gain? Good and question. the benefits just outweigh the negatives. Great question. Great question. Uh, so, Jazz, tell us, what makes a great sales person? We don't, we don't even need to put gender into this. Do you just, know what? what? Utilise your minutes. Yeah, time is money. Utilize it. What are you doing right now in this moment to be productive? How are you generating business for that day? If my manager, so people don't like to be micromanaged. My manager comes up to me and says, how are we making money today? I'm like A, B, C, D, and that's how we're going to do it. How can you come in and not know how you're going to make money? What are you doing in those three minutes that are going to make you money? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'd say. Just utilize your time. Utilize your time. Okay. Um, And in terms of, um, because another thing I learned in sales was ABC, always be closing. Mm. Um, When when you go in for the close, um, do you, has there been times where you kind of like, you were so close to closing the deal, but for some, somehow, some way, it just didn't get to the finish line? I've sat in negotiations for about three hours sometimes. Yeah, I didn't leave work the other day until about eight o'clock because the guy had was beating me on payments elsewhere. 
the dealership elsewhere was beating me by £40 a month. But I sold him me. <laughs> I sold him me and my service. And in the end, I got the deal. I closed it because I just weren't letting it go. Three Why did hours. it take so long though? Three hours? Because how am I... How am I could, it was impossible. I could have beat that quote that he showed me on his phone. Okay. There was no way. Okay. So he was deciding on the car and then we, I said, it's all irrelevant because if I can't hit that figure, it doesn't... It's a, mm. But by the time he decided on the actual car... Mm. There was no way we could have achieved that. And payment. I suppose because you've really invested time, it's like you might as well That's get exactly something out said. of it. Because I said to him, "You've taken three hours of my time, and you're about to pick up your order and take it elsewhere." Yeah, no down. way. Where's your integrity? Yeah, you have to be like that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, A, B, C, cross it off. But I think, as as I reiterate, the pressure is not from the customers; it's from the management because mm. it's like, okay, I've got Mr. Smith here. Okay, is Mr. Smith buying a car today? So how do yeah. you deal with that then? Because for me, I didn't I didn't do with it very well. Because it's not easy. You mentioned micromanager. I personally don't like being micromanaged. Mm, I don't mind so it. So everyone's kind of different. Mm. So how do you deal with that? The pressure. It's a lot. It's not easy. I don't. It's times I walk away from them and I just want to cry because I feel like I'm not good enough. No, Mr. Smith isn't buying a car. That's what you have to say. Yeah. You have to just keep that direct line of communication. Yeah. Mr. Smith is not here to buy a car today. I'm letting you know that from now. But if you're trying to sugarcoat things. And you, you have to just be so upfront, so honest, say what's on your chest and speak the truth. Because if you're sugarcoating, you're wishy-washy, you're lying, yeah, yeah you're telling little white lies. You don't, if you don't know it, you don't know. If he's not buying it, he's not buying it. If he's cancelling, he's cancelling. There's nothing you can and do. And there's nothing. Absolutely. Let's move forward. I feel like what managers need to understand, because obviously they've done our roles before they got to where they are, but it's like sometimes they forget that you can, there's certain things that just sell itself. Like you're just there to kind of maybe pull it across the line. Absolutely. For example, with Apple, iPhones, you don't need to, I don't need to push it to buy. You already yeah. know the worth and the value yeah. of an iPhone. So I'm just here to, do, yeah. cross, you know, just do the paperwork or just bring it across yeah. the line. So that's one thing that kind of, for me, my personal experience, I didn't like It's just the, I feel like managers, again, the pressure was just too it's much. And it's either you can deal with it or you crumble. You can't, you can't. And it's in my case, easy. I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, a lot of people can't. I know many, 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 I've seen a lot of salespeople come and go. Because it's not easy. So, yeah, I'd like to say I've definitely got tougher skin and where I'm at now is challenging me. Mm. And as going back to the point about being uncomfortable, I am very uncomfortable right now. Very. Mm. Yeah, I'm in a very white, dominated area with a lot of wealth. Mm. Yeah, I'm a mixed-raced yeah. young woman who's come from nothing. Yeah, so it's it's I'm very uncomfortable. But I can feel myself growing. I can see That's myself it. growing. That's yeah, it. and what doesn't kill you makes or what doesn't stronger. break you makes you stronger. Mm. So I'm feeling strong Powerful right now. Jazz. Yeah, I'm so, feeling strong. <laughs> you're bag. We love to hear that. We love to hear yeah. that. Um, so what, what's what's next for Jazz? Because you've bought your, you've bought your house. Congratulations. I've a house. Yeah, a flat. A flat. Congratulations. You know you're doing very well in your, in your mm. personal career. What's, what's the next on the cards for you? I just want to enjoy it. So COVID happened, as everyone knows, and now we're coming out of it. I wake up every day positive and I love life. But during COVID, I'd experienced my first sort of sense of anxiety and depression. And I didn't like it. So for now, I'm going to try to... I've made a lot of money. I've made good money. I've established myself as a sales exec yeah. enough to be sitting here. <laughs> um, so I just want to enjoy it. I want to go and travel. I want to... You know, if my friend calls me and says, do you want to come here? It's not, oh, I've got work tomorrow, I'm not coming. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. I'm actually coming this time around. Mm. Yeah, 2022, I'm showing up. That's it, that's it. That's, that's what's it. next. So that's it. not to put too much pressure um, on it. But... And in, in terms of the, uh, because you, in terms of the hours, because I know that 
you'd work long hours. Yeah. How do you sort of balance sort of social life, yeah. work life? There's another reason I left my previous employment. So I was doing six days a week. There was no six social days. life. Yeah, it was a Monday. It was Monday. You'd have one day off in the week. You'd work Saturday and Sunday. It was just Even constant. Sundays as well? Sundays you was in. Um, I weren't leaving there till about nine o'clock. So Damn. I had no time. But yeah. all I cared about was money. Yeah. So I didn't care because so I was making good Would money. you say that your interest and focus has changed from money now? Because like you Definitely. said, you've ticked off your list now. Yeah, I'm not saying, look, I'm not sitting here saying I'm very wealthy. Yeah, 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 but, yeah but everyone has I'm, their personal on, maybe goals exactly. that I want to make this I'm measuring amount. my success yeah. and I've hit it at the moment. So I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of um, people are falling ill and I'm seeing a lot of things I don't like on the news. Yeah. And I don't, life's too short. Absolutely. So I Absolutely. think just for maybe a good six months, I'll just be in the property and then... Yeah. See where life takes Absolutely. me. Amazing, amazing. Dropping a lot of gems, Jazz. Amazing. Um, and sort of just to sort of bring it to a close, really, um, what what the free advices would you give any or listeners out there in terms of maybe it could be career-wise or, you know, just from your life experiences? The three. Free advices. I'd say um, don't settle. Yeah, okay. I'd say don't settle for less than your worth. I'd say make every experience you have educational. Learn from it and reflect. If you can't reflect, you're not, you're never going to move forward. Mm. Um, and self self gratitude. Yeah. Sometimes don't look for gratitude from elsewhere. Or from yeah, just just get self gratitude and keep Amazing. pushing forward. Just no yeah. matter what, just keep moving forward. Just keep putting them two legs in front of each other. That's great, man. Jazz, thank you so much no, for your you're time. You're welcome. Thanks for, Thanks for coming me. on. Um, on that note, guys, that's the end for this episode. Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for future episodes. Peace out.